We'll give you two thousand now, and fifteen when we reach Alderaan. No, I, no, I said I want ten thousand now. Ah. How about two thousand now, and fifteen when we reach Alderaan? No, old man, you're not listening. I want ten thousand now. Ah. I don't have that sort of cash just lying around. <laughs> Luke? Luke, check your pockets. Sell that awful speeder of yours, and let's do this. Ben, what do you think? Ben? Ben? I ain't got nothing but lobbying. Eight Days a Geek. Hello, and welcome to Eight Days a Geek with me, Christopher Weeks, and... AJ Jenks. And... Oh. Where's Ben? He's not here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're missing Ben Pryor. Some would say that that's an improvement. Oh. Do leave us a comment if you think so. Please. Uh, unfortunately, Ben is uh, actually pretty unwell. He's had a horrible strain of the flu. Um, so, so AJ and I are currently in our dressing room at the lovely Regent Theatre in Stoke. And Ben is uh, down in Crawley, where he's from. Uh, he's not even here to contradict me. I love oh, it. No. Uh, he's down there in bed. Trying to get better. So, hi, Ben. Hi. Hope you're okay. You're definitely going to be listening to this in bed. Sad that you're not here. Yeah, absolutely. But you know what, Ben? You know what? I'm not... I'm, you yeah, know, good. I was well gonna, done. I was going to go. I can see it on your lips. I was going to go. you decided but, not to do it. I'm delighted. Yeah, yeah I'm not going to do it. Uh, you know, everyone knows what I was going to say. But look, we were in the middle of the Fellowship of the Ring last time. Ben was here. It's ben is really gone. emotional, Ben. It was, <laughs> look, it's quite emotional because we, obviously that is on hiatus. Yeah. Uh, until Ben returns, and so AJ and I are going to take a stab at something else, something very exciting, something very close to our hearts, mm. Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope, or just Star Wars when it came out. <laughs> this is a really budget production. <laughs> AJ had his birthday. Just We're not yesterday. paying the copyrights on this. Absolutely. Oh no! Can we turn it off? <laughs> no, stop it! Oh God! Burst it! I'm not gonna burst okay, it. Okay, fine. Just let it go, it'll be fine. They'll never know. Ah, oh, okay, sounds right. Good. Clever. They haven't paid the copyright either. Yeah, so um, <laughs> on eight, it was AJ's birthday yesterday, and he, as one of his gifts, was delivered a Star Wars balloon, which, when you hit it, plays the theme to Star Wars. It's one of the best presents I've ever had, and I thank the real Joanne Clifton for present. She smashed it and she bought it. Is that our first shout out of the day? That is our first shout out. That's of the a day. good one as well. She's also bought me quite a few. She bought me a Star Trek t shirt. Um, sorry, is this just me rambling well, I mean, what, you want to talk about my gifts as well, or what? Oh yeah, I will talk about your gifts yeah, as well. Uh, in fact, right, you're gonna I was going to say, right. in fact, you can have a look. <laughs> uh, so you have to really peer into their speakers. So what we've got, we've got a Mandalorian poster, but yeah. it's Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda. We've got Star Wars Aftermath, the three books. Yes. And then we've got a little uh, pop doll, which is Gandalf. Gandalf. Gandalf in combat. Um... He's got his staff and he's got Glamdring drawn. Yeah. So actually, that's not that's shortly before where we left it with Fellowship of the Ring. It is indeed, yeah. But the first thing that occurs to me, right, you've just got out those gifts. Yeah. One's from The Mandalorian. One is a book series set after Return of the Jedi. Mm -hmm. um, with, with thir how many years are we down the line? 1977? What's the year now? Who even knows? Um, with millions of years down the line, yeah. the Star Wars universe is colossal. It's, and this is where it started. It's, it's still going and this film did it. This film this invented... Film. I mean, it did change pop culture, really. Oh, completely. Changed cinema, yeah. changed culture. Um, 
yeah, I, I, oh, it's, it's just an amazing thing. So where do we start? Well, I suppose that we have to start, I mean, I imagine, you've seen Empire of Dreams, right? Yeah. Excellent stuff. Is that, that's a Sprite you got there, is it? Sprite. Yeah. Not a sponsor. Uh, <laughs> and, <laughs> if only. <laughs> uh, well, Empire of Dreams tells, I mean, do you know what? Just don't listen to this podcast. Just watch Empire of Dreams. That oh. tells everything. You see, Ben goes away. And yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, it's George, I, I mean, George Lucas. Yeah. So Lucas has gotten a lot of flack over the years um, because of the prequels. I really enjoyed the prequels. I can see the flaws with them. I can see the flaws, but at the end of the day, there's yeah. an amazing story there. I was... Um, when did Phantom Menace come out? 99. I was nine years old when that came out. Work out when my date of birth is. I was um, four. Yeah. <laughs> God, that's awful. Um, but yeah, I was nine years old. I was the perfect age to see Phantom mm. Menace. And I thought it was just great. Yeah. Looking back now at Jar Jar and stuff like that, I'm like, okay, fine. Yes. It is understandable. It is. And there's, there's issues in there. Uh, which you cannot deny. And, the, you know, uh, once you got around to Attack of the Clones, I was a little bit older. When was that, 2002? So yeah. I was 12. And I was more aware of well, pacing and scripts and Attack of the Clones and... was... I mean, at least you had what? You had the pod race. You had the yeah. Duel of Fates. The Duel of the Fates is the um, one of the... I, is it the best moment of Star Wars? Oh, I don't know. Across all... I mean, it's I, big I, talk. I but... changed every five seconds. I mean, that moment at the end of Rogue One. Yeah. Um, Rogue One as is, well. What a great At film. one point was, for me, the best moment in Star Wars. Really? Because I just... I just loved you mean it. the Darth Vader moment? Yeah. Oh, my God. Just that, the silence and then just yeah. the lightsaber lighting up. It, that was Reb- perfect. Oh. And that was a late addition. We'll have to talk about Rogue One yeah. at some point. Rogue One will come up, but yeah. we are here to speak about a new we are. hope. Uh, it's, it's difficult when you talk about this massive, massive world to focus in, but let's do it. So, 1977... A New Hope, or as it's known at the time, Star just Wars. Star Wars, because yeah. it, you know George Lucas thought he wanted to do a trilogy, and then six, and then nine, and then yeah. etc. So, back and forth. I think he got them planned out, but he his early plans were very different for Star Wars. Well, yeah. So he had the character Luke Starkiller. Yeah, of course. Which eventually turned into Luke Skywalker, but yep. Starkiller does come. He does as an actual character. Yeah, later on. That, um, Comes it with that's not okay. So let's not it's get into it. But but um, yeah. So we have. I mean, just the way this film opens up with the crawl. Yeah. First moment you ever see that crawl. Yeah. Um, and you're kind of opened into. I mean, if we're talking about a new hope, we just got to talk about that star destroyer. Yeah. Going uh, for the ten T four. Yeah. Ten T five. Ten T five. And um, just that opening of just the blockade runner. Seeing the blockade oh. runner, which is, you know, you think it's quite a big ship, and yeah. then the non-stop oh, monstrous thing. roll of that ship, yeah. it just keeps going, and then you see the back of it, the engines, and yeah. you're just like, Jesus! Yeah, yeah, it's a whole, um, it's a whole world. We, we talked about, actually, in the Lord of the Rings podcast, mm-hmm. a little bit, the uh, feel of the world, the real, the real sort of feel of Star Wars, where you can sort of see the nuts and the bolts, yeah. and it's the same in the Lord of the Rings world, yeah. and obviously, obviously Star Wars came, you know, 30 years before... So it's completely uh, the originator of that. But at the time, things like Star Trek and, well, I don't know what else. Um, <coughs> well, I suppose Star Trek and Doctor Who were oh, Doctor Who, main, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was there anything thing. else? Stargate, was that around? Is that later? Yeah, Stargate. Is that later? Yeah. But yeah, so probably Star Trek is the biggest worldwide, because Doctor Who wasn't very big, except in the UK. Yeah. Um, it, it was very smooth, very silky. Mm. Uh, you couldn't see the workings. You could just see the... Yeah. The big sci-fi elements, you know. Yeah, and then and Star get... Wars changed all that. It yeah. was a dirty, lived-in world. Yeah, that's that's the beautiful thing. Oh, it's fantastic. You, what's kind of nice is that you open up, you go into the rebel ship, and it's all completely white. Mm. 
And then you have that massive, well, not massive, but you've got that little shoot-off mm. between the Rebels and the Stormtroopers, and it's just great. At this point, you have no idea what's going on. No. But it's just because they've thrown that in your face, and you're just like, Jesus. Yeah, I always like that. I've <clears throat> been put right into the middle of the yeah. action. Even though there's the, the crawl, which sort of gives you a bit yeah. of context, but they never give you too to, much. But it's up to the audience to start working it out. Yeah. It isn't just thrown at me going, this is happening, this is happening, yeah. this is happening, this is happening. It's all thrown in there, and then... We meet C three PO and R two D two. Yeah, iconic. And Princess Leia and, and Princess Leia. Yeah, of course she doesn't speak at this point. We just see her. Um, yeah, uh, leaning over R two D two and doing something to him. We don't know what. Set for stern. Yeah. Oh yeah. And we don't think we ever see that sort of blast of fire again. That square sort of fire. Yeah. Which it's, is weird. It's, it's, it is quite weird, but. Uh, but yeah, and they stun yeah. her. And she's down, and, and it's just yeah. So she's captured. So the the Imperials have captured the the Rebel blockade runner. Uh, Princess Leia's ship, which of course we see him, uh, Rogue One. And then yeah, and then you see C three PO and R two D two. Yeah. Get away with in the escape pod with whatever yeah. Princess Leia has put inside. Yeah, and yeah, you, and you have. Should we take take a moment for the casting of those? Uh, Anthony Daniels. <coughs> Anthony Daniels. I've got his book. I haven't read it yet. Mm. You know, he's written a, an autobiography about his time in Star Wars. I got it for Christmas. Really? Uh, yeah. No, I, I definitely I need to read that because it would be fascinating. Mm. And uh, Kenny Baker, who played R two D two, who was inside the yeah. costume. Uh, I think he died recently, actually. But he did. Um, and they didn't get on very well. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Really? Is there tension there? There, there was tension between. Oh, I wonder why. Because Kenny Baker never actually said anything. Well, yeah. And I don't know if it was a money thing because. Um, famous probably. Because yeah. Kenny Baker, obviously Anthony Daniels actually said lines so he oh. may have got paid extra because he very actually... distinctive voice I'm sure he'll have got a whole load yeah. whereas yeah um, Kenny Baker was sort of an operator yeah. wasn't he really but they, they were fun but then Carrie Fisher Carrie Fisher I mean she was 19 I think when this yeah. came out 18, we could, 19 we could go on for ages and ages talking about Carrie Fisher and what she did I, I mean I know it's two men speaking about this right now but Carrie Fisher for female strong characters was mm. just Princess Leia was fantastic. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like just she took no. Uh, I'm trying to not do an AJ, but she took no from yeah. anyone. Do you know what I mean? Literally. Yeah. Han Solo walks into the room. He's the most charismatic guy in yeah. the world. We've not encountered him yet, obviously, but mm. um, yeah, she takes absolutely nothing mm. from anyone. And it, when she's talking to um, Tarkin and even Darth Vader, Vader she... the most terrifying man yeah. in the world, takes none of it. No. She sticks up for everything she believes in. It's yeah. Very, very we, impressive. Uh, then we meet the man himself, mm. Vader. Oh, unbelievable. And this is all still, I mean, how long is this set? It must be the top 10 minutes. Oh, yeah. If all that. Of this. If that. Because they haven't even, they're not even on Tatooine no. yet. Uh, so, yeah, this is, this is, what an opening, what an intro. You're meeting all of these characters straight oh, away. Just After amazing. a dogfight. Well, not a dogfight, but. Yeah. Like, After this little bit of pursuit, track yeah. to beam in. But, yeah, you meet Vader. You meet Vader, this colossal man who we know nothing about. Do you remember your first thoughts of Vader? Oh, it's so long ago. I, oh God. So I had the, we've also talked about this, I had the black and gold VHS Star Wars, which is the which was a gift set, yeah. from my, my parents, I think, or possibly my aunt, who's also very into it. And that was before The Phantom Menace came out, mm. and I watched those. So I would have been four or five. Yeah. Something like that, watching it. So I think it would have just, it would have been blind terror. Yeah. I think to be honest, the thing that I really remember is probably his strength. Yeah. Um, because that always used to scare me. I was always like, my God, if he can just lift me off the ground, there's nothing I could do. Yeah. Uh, so he lifts up the the rebel um soldier in this, and obviously in the other films he lifts up other people as well, yeah. the emperor, etc. But yeah, 
it's that and the menace and the voice yeah. James Earl Jones it's, it's the voice for me is it which got me straight away really like, that's such a um, perfect casting for the voice amazing and I think it just quite amazing I think I've heard this I, ne- I never understood whether he was American or English yeah. or what he what it actually was mm. Because sometimes it would be very... But then again, Carrie Fisher does exactly the same. Yeah. Still. Oh, yeah, she, she goes, does. When she's speaking with Tarkin, um, when she's saying, Alderaan about to be blown yeah. up, she goes, bloody British. Yeah. This weird British accent. That also happens with Queen Amidala, of course, her yeah. mother. So, yeah, it's maybe it's something in the royalty. Yeah. There's something about that when she has to but yeah, Vader show is, her status. Vader's just... I mean, obviously, we don't know at this point, but after you watch the six films... Mm. You know how much <clears throat> is behind that character, mm. but even even when you're just in blind darkness of just the character coming on straight yeah. away, you know there's something yeah. there, even if it wasn't written at this point. Yeah, no, there's there's absolutely something. There's a mass volume to this character. Yeah, and then we go to uh, yeah, then we're in Tatooine. Where we, we are. Um, we are. You know, um, the, I'll tell you the quick story about um, Dave Prowse, who plays Vader, oh, what? the body. That he's not allowed to... Um, he wasn't allowed to speak it. He did speak it on set, yeah. and he thought it would be his voice. Mm. But he's actually from the West Country of the UK, so um, he sort of talks like that. Isn't David Prowse now banned from he is. any stuff because he let slip Yeah, that he was Luke's father? It was something like that. He, yeah, what, and they, I, they banned him from everything. Yeah, he really fell out with George Lucas. Mm. Um, so is he not allowed to do conventions and stuff like that? I don't think he's allowed to. do Or anything. celebration. Oh no. god! And that's how a lot of these actors make a huge amount oh, of money, yeah. as I know. Obviously, Comic Con, Star Wars celebration, uh, all oh, these things. My are god! Massive now. Yeah, yeah, it's a whole new career. Like, YouTube streams it as well now. Yeah. Like, oh, they're I, huge. I watched the last Star Wars celebration, and it was just like so many people it's, watching it. Yeah, it's Woodstock, isn't it? Really, it's yeah. just quite amazing. And then... Yeah, but he had a big, big falling out. Yeah. But, I mean, you can just imagine that West Country accent saying some of his lines. There, there, there is raw footage of yeah. him just saying it, which it's, is just... Oh, my God. You understand why George Lucas went, nah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, I might get James L. Jones to do this. Really? Wow. <laughs> Shocker. Yeah. Uh, we should definitely record that, actually. That would be a yeah. nice little scene. Okay, there you go. <laughs> Watch that space. Um, um, and then we go to <clears throat> Tatooine and... We do. Where, again, in the space of a very short period, we meet um, the Jawas, we meet Luke, we meet we Uncle do. Owen and Aunt Peru. We do. And then we meet old Ben. Old Ben. And this whole sequence... There is one line that does annoy me. Oh, go on. And so, I mean, it's after we've met Luke, we've got to know his character a little bit. But it's when they find the, the Jawa transport yeah yeah it's been destroyed and then Luke comes back after finding his parents burnt not parents his um, uncle and arm burnt to a crisp and he just says to Obi-Wan straight away I want to become a Jedi like you and go to Mos Eisley and it's like alright you've just been through a bit of grief it's true I'm not gonna lie I don't think the character would say that but then again it is Luke Skywalker I do sort of I always read that as a he's going he wants revenge Mm. Uh, yeah, I want to go with you. That's oh, true. I'm become a well, he partner. was going to join. I mean, when you so if we go back a bit to where we actually meet Luke, yeah, and some of the scenes that were cut out. <coughs> so he um uh, he speaks about you know that he wants to join the academy. Yeah, that's right. But that's the Imperial Academy. The Imperial Academy, yeah. So well, you, and Han Solo was in the Imperial yeah. Academy. That was like the standard route. And, and that, of course, um, the, are you talking about the Bigs Dark Knight scene? Yeah. 
So Biggs was at the academy yeah. and has jumped ship and joined the rebellion. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and they meet at Toshi Station or mm. Anchorhead or something like that. To pick us some power converters! Yes, okay. We know what you're up to, Luke. We know what you're all about. And yeah. Uh, yeah. There's like, a lot of world building in a yeah. very short amount of time. Yeah, I mean, it, this film moves so fast. Yeah, oh, absolutely. All of it does. moves so fast. But it's so, so economical, you know? And meeting Ben Kenobi. Yeah, let's talk about Alec Guinness then. Well, how many wigs did that man wear? How many wore a few? <laughs> Ridiculous. There's a, it's a brilliant little. On Revenge of the Sith, they did little episodes on different characters. Oh, There's yeah. one of Ewan McGregor when he's talking about how he got into the character mm. because he's get his character in Revenge of the Sith is getting closer to Alec Oh, Chris. yeah, absolutely. Although so, Ewan McGregor doesn't age, unfortunately. Yeah. They didn't realise that when they cast Damn. him. <laughs> Come on, Ewan! But they put pictures of, like, loads of different pictures of Alec Guinness. And sure. It's just his wig changing. Oh! And his hairline suddenly goes down and his hairline goes up. Right. And it's amazing. How amazing! You see, in my, in my head, uh, I've seen Alec Guinness in a few things, mm. but I saw Star Wars when I was really, really young, mm. so my, my image of Alec Guinness is Obi-Wan, through and through, or yeah. Ben, as he was back then, yeah. of course. We knew he was Obi-Wan, but he wasn't really. He was in uh, Bridge of the River Kwai as well. Yeah, oh, some big, big, big stuff. But he hated this. Well, what do you think about that? I, I can kind of see where he's coming from. He was a classically trained actor. Yeah. Had done, you know, a lot of Shakespeare, a lot of classic works, and Bridge of the River Kwai, which, you know, won tons of awards and stuff like mm. that. And then casting something with this new director called yeah. George Lucas that had only done, what, one film before this? Yeah. Um, I can't remember the name of the film, but Harrison Ford was in it. But um, uh, it was, um, isn't it THX 1138? Isn't it that one? Because he always references it in all of his films. Uh, or that was one of them anyway. Mm. Uh, no, it wasn't that one, but I'm, I'm going to look it up, actually. Carry he, on. He had a... Um, like, as, as an actor like that, and obviously he was in his 60s, so... Oh, yeah. He would have thought, well, this is just... You think he just thought of it as just a job? I mean, when you think about Something it... I, knock out. I'm quite surprised that he took the role. Yeah? Yeah. I'm quite surprised. I wonder how long he was... Well, on this, I suppose, he was filming for a while. Yeah. Because you could imagine in the... Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi, he could knock it out in an afternoon. Because well, yeah, he's in like I mean, a scene to, or two. He had to go to Tunisia to yeah. film oh, most wow. of the stuff. Unbelievable. So, Unbelievable. But, I mean... But yeah. Obviously he found out after it came out how big it was. And of course he negotiated merchandise yeah. percentage rather than a big fee exactly, up front. Yeah. Which is just... I mean, he could never have known how much... I mean, they're, they're very famous for it now. Yeah. The Star Wars films, and they're sort of designed around the, the merchandise. I think George Lucas took a reduced director's fee as well yeah. to do it. Well, um, a lot of it. The, the, the director's guild were terrible to George Lucas. Well, he's had a lot of issues with them, hasn't and he? And they, they kicked him out during Empire. Uh, yeah. And he had to bloody remortgage his house and stuff out to and make to do the it. Empire strike. And fund it all himself. So yeah, there was. Like, yeah, oh, amazing. How how are the director's guild kicking him? He's just made. Probably American the, graffiti. American there graffiti. We go. American the internet graffiti. here is appalling. Sorry, not the Regent Theatre, the, but Stoke in general. But, but yeah, he yeah. had all that trouble. I think Spielberg was going to do one of the Star Wars films mm. Empire Strikes Back or Return of the uh, Jedi. And it's a Sith. But he couldn't do it because he was still in the Director's Guild and he wanted to stay with them. And Lucas, had, he'd had all these issues. But um, I've heard conflicting things about the Alec Guinness not liking the films. Mm. I, th I feel like he had issues with people... But he had issues that they were <laughs> such a huge thing that everyone was obsessed with them and that was all that people sort of... And like kids came up to him and mm. asked him for 
or I don't know what um, there was a quote actually that he said um, he, he was talking about kids coming up and saying that and asking him questions about Obi-Wan and him responding and saying oh you should be you know going out to the real world and seeing seeing these real life yeah. heroes and not being obsessed with this I think maybe he didn't like the obsession of it uh, I can understand. There'd never been a film like that before. Well, oh, absolutely. So absolutely. It had a very different. It was very much like if the Beatles, you know, made a film. Yeah. That's the response. Yeah. That Star Wars got. Oh, it was absolutely off the off the off the charts. Yeah. So, but so yeah. yeah, and then and then we uh, we take a little trip to Mos Eisley. Yeah. Again, dirty time. world building. Yeah. Lovely. Richard scum and villainy. Yeah. And uh, we've been introduced to the Force. Yeah, and the foot looks lightsaber. Yeah, I see. I always remember watching the film, never really being interested in those things. Oh, really? Point. Yeah, I was fascinated. It by was them. more. I think it was more the world building that I was interested in. Right. And the lightsabers kind of came into it a little later. Yeah. Well, they don't do um, much at this point, do they? No, not until Empire. The foot, the force is kind of like. I mean, it isn't until. Um, oh, I don't know. Actually, I have to think about it. But yeah, but we meet. Han Solo yeah. and Chewbacca. Yeah. And yeah, two two amazing characters. Yeah. Harrison Ford. I mean... Lovely story about him. He was uh, working for Lucas as a carpenter, wasn't he? Yeah. And uh, he was an actor, but he, he also... That was his sort of sideline that kept the money ticking in because he had a young family, I think. Uh, he was in his early 30s, and um, Lucas asked him in to read the opposing parts for auditions. And obviously... You know, Harrison Ford goes into the room, and you're going to hire Harrison yeah. Ford. But he wouldn't. Lucas would never have known that at the time. He just yeah. think, oh, yeah, you're just a jobbing actor. Fine, come in and do this. But I mean, what a find! And then he fix it. I mean, the whole thing is just incredible. Yeah, he smashes everything he does. He does. There's a lot of luck here for Lucas, don't you think? The people that he's got. That's a good point, actually. Yeah, it, it, everything is lucky. It was very much right time. Right time. Everything was at all right, moment. Yeah. and then not even to mention we haven't even mentioned about it the all the technical crew that he was working with, yeah. you know, creating Lucas Arts and you know, yeah, uh, all, yeah, and THX and all that. Like um, the, oh. the band of people he had working just on the miniatures, yeah, and every everyone was on the top of their game. I used to love watching those uh, shots of, you know, the Death Star. It's a bit like bigotures, really. It's the same as Lord of the Rings. Yeah. They, they, they would build these lovely, lovely things, and it would be the Death Star trench run. Obviously, we haven't got that. Yeah. But th watching the, the cameras go through that, and the cameras yeah. being on these lovely, um, I don't know what you'd even call it, a sort of a floating harness that yeah. would take it through and be uh, in the first person. And I never, ever questioned it. Yeah. Never did I I would look at it, and I was like, oh, my God. This... This may it's when it becomes computer effects in the later films you start to question it, yeah which is amazing but especially in these three films you're just like it's actually happening this yeah. is it I've literally never ever because, questioned it and I think that's just, that, that literally is because they are using real things yeah yeah and they've they've got enough detail in there the yeah. artists are skilled enough and the technicians are skilled enough with the camera operating yeah. that you don't question it and it's it's a lovely <clears throat> that lovely moment where the Millennium Falcon takes off. Mm from Masaisley and just turns and swoops and you see it fly and it's just that was one of the things where I was just watching it going that's incredible mm. how the hell have they done that yeah practical effects yeah I love it and I then really do. and then it comes to just one of the coolest things seeing the Death Star blow up a planet yeah well yeah so yeah Carrie Fisher is um, with Vader yeah and then with Tarkin 
Peter Cushing. And th- this is the cool thing, is that Tarkin is in charge. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Vader is not the top That's dog here. like, such an epic thing mm. that Vader is just kind of overseeing and just yeah. kind of the right-hand man, whereas Tar- this is Tarkin's thing. Yeah, absolutely. You kind of get a bit more of that in Rogue One. You kind of... Yeah. And I don't know if you've read the book. Have I, have I Which one? You? Tarkin. No, I've not read it yet. The book Tarkin, you get a lot of... Oh, really? he was originally working with... Uh, the Republic. Uh, right, yeah, yeah, of course. He was a general in the, in the Republic and then just... He started with up. Palpatine because yeah. obviously the Republic became the Empire. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. And he was the first Grand Moff. Yeah. It was a new position created for him. Yeah, and it's just amazing. Yeah. I mean, you kind of do see... I mean, I don't want to get into Thrawn or anything like that, but there is that kind of Thrawnish kind of vibe about him as well and just that... He just knows the game and knows how to play. And you mm. can tell that Palpatine is such a massive fan of him and needs him. Yeah, absolutely. But, yeah, and then you see a planet get destroyed oh. by the death. Unbelievable. I mean... Unbelievable. The ultimate terror. Like really. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's a, a monstrous thing, isn't it, really? And it's yeah. not something that you could ever even imagine. But the planet is reduced to yeah. stone and dust. All mm. those people... As if uh, a thousand voices suddenly cried out in terror and were suddenly silent. That's a beautiful line. Though. Yeah. Oh, it's lovely. And then the Millennium Falcon just, you know, comes out of light speed yeah. straight into an asteroid field of yeah. a planet. And Han says, we're in the right place. It's just the planet is not here. Yeah, and it's just like... Just imagine oh, that. You this can't is even imagine. such a good story. Yeah. <laughs> oh, absolutely, yeah. And it's you, it's you, huge you stuff. You do think, why has no one ever jumped on this before or well, I suppose there were lots of influences that Lucas drew on like there was the Seven Samurai stuff yeah, and there's, Sam- Samurai is a yeah that he had a big interest in that and in that sort of eastern culture yeah but um, this it was a huge departure I mean you read about the different drafts that you went yeah. through and things like that but uh, I mean it's delightful that he ended up with this one because yeah. when you read all the others you can sort of pick the holes in it mm. and um, it's interesting as well that Obviously, George Lucas wrote the three prequels as well, and he wrote those. Mm. Um, but the sequels to this, Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi, yeah. officially at least, he didn't write. Yeah. Uh, and he, I mean, he was very involved, and he was the producer on them, mm. so he would have been really, really involved. Yeah. Uh, and he was known as a bit of a you know control freak. And mm. I mean, for goodness sake, it's his. Is that it's, it's his, his world? So of course he's going to be. Yeah. But this film reads. So very well, you know. I know yeah. that the cast had an issue with it. Was it Hans, um, Harrison Ford? I call him Hans Solo. Was it Harrison Ford who said, um, oh, you, can write this, you can write this stuff, George, but you can't say it, that sort yeah. of thing. And they changed, Mark Hamill as well changed a lot of lines. Yeah, they did, didn't they? they? That's come out recently, yeah. isn't it? They were just like, yeah, we're not going to say it. Yeah, they have because to say it in just, a different way. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah. Well, you know, and with, as an actor, you do kind of you respect because you're the one that's saying it. Yeah, from absolutely. A, from a writer's point of view, it sounds good in your head, but when it's actually being said by the actors that are playing those characters and yeah. they say, this doesn't make any sense. And for Lucas to go, okay, let's change it up then. Yes, yeah, which a, is great. That's a brilliant thing. Well, Lucas has admitted that he's not a great dialogue writer. No. So that just makes me wonder about the prequels and why well. he... he, he, he I don't know. Not that. Not. I don't wonder why he struggled because he's admitted he's not a good dialogue writer. But why didn't he get a script doctor in? Why didn't he get Carrie Fisher in, yeah. who worked as a script doctor? Yeah. And uh, you know, very, very successful. Yeah, she's wrote tons of books as well. Yeah. Just, I don't. I just don't understand yeah. it. Oh well. Yeah. I suppose we'll get onto that another time. But this film works extremely well. I mean, this film is just perfection as a collaboration. We've just watched a planet get destroyed, yeah. and then the Millennium Falcon comes out. 
yeah. into an asteroid field and then they see a random a TIE fighter. fighter. Yeah. And so straight away you're just like, well, what... Yeah, what's going on here? What's going on? And then one of the best lines in any movie history... Go on. That's no moon. That's a space station. Yeah. Yeah, it's too big to be a space station. Amazing. So even in this world, it's broken the rules. I, I got the line myself. I, I did. I know yeah. you did. But That's no moon. It's a space station. I, I thought I would let that go. It's, if you know, Cryo was here... I know. Oh, but God. People that are going to listen to this know Star Wars as well. They and do. I do not want to let you down or let myself down. Hey, good for you. So, for there you, we man. go. Okay, here's a question. Go on. Han or Han? Uh, Han. Yeah. It's definitely Han, Han isn't it? Yeah. I had to think about that, but yeah, yeah. Han Solo. Yeah. And, of course, we all know who breaks that rule. Who? Han! Yeah. There's still a chance to save Han! <laughs> hey, Billy D. What's the first film? How about that? Um, uh, but no, we love Billy D. And yet, oh, and this amazing section where they're in the Death Star. Yeah. Yeah. And we have the big showdown. Well, Obi-Wan and Darth Vader. Yeah. So Obi-Wan's character is really interesting here. And Obi-Wan has got real... Gandalf vibes, yeah. don't you think? Yeah, I know, I know exactly what you mean. And of course, the books of Lord of the Rings, which I love talking about. Um, yes, you do. They, they, they've <laughs> been out for a long time. Obviously, the films are far in the distance. Yeah. When was Ralph Bakshi's animated Lord of the Rings? I feel like it was 1981. I thought it was the 70s. Uh, right, something else to look up on the slow Wi-Fi, because I imagine if that had influenced it in any way. If, I, just to bring Gandalf I into... I feel like it's 74 or 75. Oh, right, okay. I'm going to say Place your that. bets, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to look it up. That's... But he's got such strong Gandalf vibes, yeah. don't you think? He's calm, I want he's you measured. Think he took an inspiration from... Surely! There must be something in there. Maybe, I don't know. But, I mean, the way the way that he speaks is such with such wisdom. Yeah. And we're both wrong. It came out the year after Star Wars. It came out in 1978. Uh, How amazing is that? Said it was 70s though, didn't I? Uh, You did. Bada bing, bada boom. But I think technically I was closer. Thank you, listeners. I I did say it was in the 70s. You did say that. Um, But yeah, and this, and the line, if you strike me down, I become more powerful than you could ever imagine. Yeah. It all references bigger stuff. It does. And that's that's what Lucas has done so perfectly, is that he's left... A New Hope as a very close, incredible film, mm. but with every character, there's open spaces to yeah, go anywhere. That's true, and that's what's so clever about it, and that's why it's still going now. Yeah, and he leaves room for interpretation. Yeah, and then like now, I think about it. I don't know because Obi Wan obviously hasn't come out yet, but I think he realizes that he now knows how to, um, you know, that he's going to turn into a Force ghost. Yeah, of course. The Force and. The first one, really, because Qui-Gon has done it, but Qui-Gon, at this point, well, as far as we know, unless the series goes against this, yeah. Qui-Gon is not a, I don't know, corporeal well, yeah. force yeah. ghost. He yeah. doesn't become a blue ghost. He is just a voice that Yoda yeah. has heard and tells Obi-Wan about. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, I think, I think you're absolutely right, but which is yeah. amazing, revolutionary stuff. Yeah, and that's, that's kind of, I mean, I didn't think that as a kid, but obviously reading up on the stuff and watching certain things, yeah. like, okay, well, he knows. Well, yeah, he knows I mean, he's going to become more powerful and he knows as well that Luke has to take this trip now mm. on his own and move on to the next thing and yeah. stuff which it's great that Lucas leaves that space for them yeah. to breathe uh, yeah. because obviously Obi-Wan although he speaks to Luke on the Death Star trench run later in the film yeah th- it's not explained how it's happening or that mm. he's become one with the force it's just that the force is this thing that gives them power but it's not defined power. Mm. 
which of course he does define later in, in the trilogy, in the um, prequel trilogy. Yeah, and you, I mean, you see him in Empire as well as a Force Ghost, which yeah. kind of shows suddenly he's back, which yeah. is tremendous. Shows his work, and then you know they manage to escape. Um, the Death Star. The Death Star and the Millennium yeah. Falcon after taking down the tractor beam. Which yeah. is, you know, is all part of the plan of Vader and Tarkin. Yeah. That, which I always thought was just a great little thing because obviously... But they were tracking them to the base. Yeah. yeah. And it makes a lot of sense. They didn't want to kill them. No. You know, when Han does that massive run... Yeah, and oh, chases, famous. ...chases them and then walks out to, like, tons of them and then they chase him and they never kill him, I always thought... How is that possible? Yeah, the stormtroopers infamously bad shots, yeah. of course. But then you realise, oh, okay, this is all a plan. Yes, yeah. so they can get to the rebel base. So that scene, um, obviously, is different in the special edition and the. <coughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. So which one do you prefer? Um, I have no problem with the special edition, really, at that point. Right. And, obviously, Jabba. <laughs> can we take a moment? <laughs> You did, so Jabba so. <laughs> was that actually a mistake yeah right okay, I thought I was I was about to have a go at you with the no, pronunciation again no Jabba Jabba, Jabba the hat Jabba <laughs> Jabba um, obviously that that was done originally that was just played by a man yeah amazing which amazing I never saw until much later yeah. I don't think I did either I can't remember um, obviously the, the ones that we watched were probably well, the ones I saw where it. Moss Eisley wasn't messed around with or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, I think that's true. I think I saw the original special edition, yeah. which didn't have CG Jabba. Yeah. But did it have man Jabba? I don't no, know. I don't think it did. Did it not? I don't think it did. No. I mean, it, the CG is very bad. Oh, it's Let's God be awful. But that's the, prequel CG going it's into... the way that they move Han up over oh, his tail. He just does that little kind of oh. awkward walk. Like, and, that's not how people do that. Yeah. And I always oh, thought, goodness. why is Jabba in so much pain? He, he's very light. He's a yeah. very light man. And that's true. He's a great, great, yeah, space slug. What's Mark that about? Oh, uh, yeah. That was a weird one. Um, yeah, but... That that whole thing, but that obviously that whole interaction sets up Han's character beautifully, yeah. and he's yeah. he's a scoundrel on the end of the on, on the run from the law, etc. You know, yeah. he lives between the between the lines. He's a grey, very much a grey character. Always yeah. the most interesting characters, must oh. be said. Yeah, something the prequels were missing. Who was the grey character? I mean, Qui Gon Jim was very grey. Yeah, which I mean, he was a great character. Um, but then he died. But he died. So, <laughs> <laughs> so who was it in um, episode two? Oh, I don't really want to talk about episode two. We're going to have to at some point. Oh, There's still bits of it that I really like. That'd be a fun one. Uh, um, I mean, Battle of Geonosis, I do enjoy. Yeah, but... I like Ewan versus uh, Django. Django. Oh, that, yeah, yeah, the Django. Yeah. That, yeah. It's a deleted scene. Yeah. That was Him and Jamie Foxx. Um... I don't know who the grey character is. Really. Yeah, but I think that's maybe a something. I, that's I mean, missing. I suppose it's Anakin. Yeah, but it can't really be a Jedi, can it? I know, but I mean, we are following Anakin's story, and he is doing good in that film, but he also does bad. But I mean, Han never slaughters religious <laughs> people, so it's. I mean, but Han has done bad things. Yeah, he's yeah. done some awful things. But we don't know about them at this point. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> what? Just, um, no, I'm about to go into. The lines of Attack of the Clans. Let's not do no, that. Not anyway, do that. we haven't got time. We've that. left 
Yeah, where are We've we? We've left the Millennium Falcon. Oh, yeah. Now it goes to Yavin. Yavin 4. Yavin 4. The moon of Yavin. Um, absolutely. Which is beautiful. It's a lovely, lush lovely. forest place. It's great. I love the speed camera uh, guy. Speed camera guy. Oh, a bit fast, mate. Hands <laughs> <laughs> oh, take shit. Right, I'm going to have to work with them later. Yeah. Oi! Oh, is there a ladder on that thing? No! How does he get up there? No idea! Are they lifting him up every time? This like, it's a hundred foot tall or something above the treetop. Either that or he's just climbing up a pole to get to the Absolutely top. Absolutely mental. With this, uh, as Family Guy did, with just a point set at the ship and goes, pew 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 pew. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> oh, Blue Harvest. It's so, so, so good. Oh, we're going to have to do Blue Harvest one day. We probably should, That'd actually, be yeah. Because some of it is just brilliant. Um, but yeah, we go to Yavin. Where the rebels all are. And they've managed to keep the Death Star plans. They have. They've done very well with that. They're in R2. Yeah. There's R2 unit. <laughs> <laughs> the help... Oh, OK, here's another pronunciation <laughs> thing. With the help of Princess Leah. Yeah, Leah. <laughs> what the bloody hell is that? Oh, oh God. Isn't that General that. Dodonna? What is it? Is that Django Dornay? What is the line where they're they're sitting down in that briefing and then they're talking about the trench run and one of the pilots um, says a line and Luke just slaps him in the face. (laughs) Unbelievable. That's in um, Blue Harvest as well, isn't it? Yeah, what does he say? Um, Whoa, man. Whoa. (laughs) They're talking about the exhaust port being two metres wide. Yeah. That's impossible. Even at two metres or whatever it yeah. is he says. Yeah. It's not impossible. I used to bull I want rats in my T-16 back home. But yeah, and, he's, and so, the other guy's oh, like, right. f***ing it. Oh, oh, for goodness. Oh, I've f***ed it. Oh. <laughs> right. um, but yeah, I mean, it's great. It's great. But yeah, they're in the Masasi Temple. Yeah. You know about that? Um, I don't really know the full history of okay, it. Okay, so I used to play a game called Star Wars Galaxies. Wonderful game. Uh, it's another. I played a bit of Star Wars Galaxy. Have you actually? Before, yeah. Oh wow. Well, you know, there's actually a Legends server at the moment where they've recreated the game because mm. um, Sony used to run it and they shut it down in 2011 or something like that. Ago, yeah. Um, but yeah, people have kept it going because it's such a cool game. And it used to have all of the big planets from the prequels and from the original trilogy, yeah. and Yavin was one of them. And you could go in the Masasi Temple, and the Masasi were the local species. Yeah. Um, who had built this temple and then the rebels just turfed him out and took it over, essentially. Nice. But yeah, big, awesome, massive it's, structure. It's a beautiful... Like, I mean, and you, you get to fight on it in Star Wars Battlefront. Oh, yeah, of um, course. Star Wars Battlefront 2? I, I think, think it is, isn't it? Not, not the new... Not the no, new. the old, the classic. We're not going to talk about the new, two new games. Talk about the actual good ones. Yeah, the um, classic. But yeah, he's very upset you get still. to fight on it. That, oh, <laughs> I hate what they did. Oh, it's dreadful. It's it did change the world, though. Because no one does that anymore. Because yeah. there was such a backlash. It was EA, wasn't it? Yeah. Such a backlash for the loot box. destroyed thing. everything. And, uh, oh, madness. It was, yeah, uh, what were they thinking? You know, yeah, they yeah. thought they'd get away with it. But we're at Yavin, and I yeah, suppose this Yavin. is where we get to our big third and final act. So the the rebel briefing against the, against the, the Death Star run, mm. you, you sort of get the feeling of how small the rebels the, are. The rebellion is, yeah. Yeah, and uh, again... Isn't it funny, and this keeps on occurring to me as we talk about it, how different the prequels are, but how similar the sequels are. Isn't that bizarre? Yeah, I mean, but that that's all George Lucas. That's because of George Lucas. Well, because he wasn't involved in the sequels, you mean? No, I think it's because in the prequels he knew that he didn't want to do anything he's done before, Yeah, but still wanted slight mirror imaging. Okay, Which yeah. I think is why at the end of... Um, at the end of The Phantom Menace, yeah. Anakin destroys... Um, one of the, the Trade Federation ship, ship. Yeah. yeah, of course. Ships that he destroys it just like Luke yeah. destroys the ship. He just oh, I see. mirrors. Yeah. Whereas JJ doesn't mirror. No. He just 
He sort of lifts it. Takes the script and changes the characters' names and does it again. Yeah. Which, um... Yeah, which is which is tricky, isn't it? I th- yeah. Personally, I think it worked really well in The Force Awakens. There was a little bit on the nose, there were, it, but there it was, did lose it. There was some, but then you had, you know, Finn is such a good character, such yeah. a, a, a clever original character, which I loved. Yeah. And Poe. Poe, Oscar Poe Isaac. Fantastic. But yeah, we'll talk about but that yeah. another time. Um, but, but yeah, so we're, get, we're getting ready for this. We are. This battle and... I think George Lucas said that he wanted the films to rhyme. Yeah. Is that, was that about this? That quote that, that he wanted it to think, rhyme. They're supposed to he rhyme. He wanted the trilogy. Each he wanted the originals and the prequels to yeah. rhyme. Yeah, in, in that, that word specifically rhyme, yeah. which I love. I but think the, it's such a nice the way only of moments it. where they don't rhyme is in Return of the Jedi, where Luke yeah. is attacking Vader and he stops. Yeah, yeah. Whereas Anakin is watching Mace Windu yeah. and Palpatine, and he joins in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And kills. And he Mace gets Windu. involved. That's where the line breaks. Yeah, there were some really good things recently actually which came out which showed the mirrors between the two mm. which I hadn't noticed before and obviously you, you know when you think about it you think oh yeah my god that's actually really clever I like Revenge of the Sith full stop as a film I, I think mean, it's very good I mean, I, it, it's, it's got its issues but it's my favourite well, of all of it's them it's my favourite Star Wars film yeah of all of I, the Star Wars I films I adore Revenge of the Sith I think it you see that it's the story that George Lucas always wanted to tell yeah and it is the pinnacle of all of the films, it's that moment. Your favourite of all of the films? It's, it, that film was the, is literally the breaking point of this whole I mean, saga. I absolutely agree, but... Le- it's Anakin, whether he killed Mace or not. Yeah. Then all of those films would never have been made. Let me talk just for a moment about the slight issues in the film. Oh, there are some, yeah, there's there some are. terrible script issues and stuff like that. Some, but even, it, despite all that... If you're going to have a go at Hayden... Look, no, I, I think I think Hayden is yeah, is Hayden. decent in that film. Oscar-nominated actor. I know until he joined Star Wars. I know, and yeah, he's only just come out of the uh, the shadows, hasn't he? Bless him. Oh, poor guy. Uh, no, I do not blame him at all. He had he had it was very difficult. So, let, let's, let's get to this at the end. Let's get to this. Yeah, we, no, we must. We must because then, yeah, we're in the briefing. Right back to the. Brain. We're we're almost there now with the big the big moment, and so they finish the briefing. Yeah, and then Han says he's off. Yeah. He's not going to be a part of this jam. The grey character is great. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, you know, Luke is so up for it. Yeah, and, and he's upset that Han is going. One of my favourite characters, Wedge. Wedge Antilles. Wedge Antilles. Wedge has got a different voice in this, though. It's not Dennis yeah. Lawson, which I always find amazing. It's got a di- it's, it's voice, it's yeah. dubbed. It's not Dennis Lawson. But Dennis Lawson, the uncle of Ewan McGregor. Famously, yeah. Yeah. Very, and, very uh, cool. But, yeah, and Han goes, and he's just like, yeah. Wow. Okay, yeah. this isn't like a normal, you know, good guy, bad guy film. There's, no. Like, he doesn't want to be a part of this, and Leia really, you know, hates him for it. Well, yeah, but it's actually Luke who really has a go. What does he say? He says, um, take care of yourself, Han. I guess that's what you're best at. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. And that's then, um, yeah. isn't Leia more like, uh, oh, he's a, he's a scumbag, you know, that's what he's going to do. Oh, that's true. She's got that sort of vibe to yeah. her, um, because <clears> she's not fallen in love with Harrison Ford yeah At give her time moment, we yeah. all do well behind the scenes she behind was, the scenes yes. she was um, fine she was making the love yes to the Harrison Ford do you blame her no look at the state I of it I can't blame Harrison oh. Ford no look at the state of her yeah Unbelievable. both of them have a great state they do we enjoy their states we do we do in this film and others very much we enjoy their states okay noted and <laughs> so then yeah we see those X-Wings yeah. Go past Yavin. Again, unbelievable. To and watch. 
completely bullied. Oh, and you've got each of them have got their droids. Yeah, I as love well, that. Popped in the top. I love the companionship of that. Uh, yeah, that's a lovely moment that they work together. Yeah. It isn't just. It's them. great. X wings and Y wings as well, because the Y wings are supposed to do the bombing run, right? It's yeah, not the, the X wings. The, yeah, the Y the Y wings are the bombers. Y wings are the bombers, and they're there, and the escorts are there. The X wings are there to escort them. Yeah, uh, and take on the fighters. Yeah, but there's, there's the, like the, thirty of them. The Y wings are the ones that go in the trench first. Yeah, and then they all get destroyed. That's yeah. gold squadron, I think. It's that moment where they. So almost a, it's where the, that little turn of the X wing. Oh yeah, do you know what scene I mean? I know exactly what. So they haven't mean. started fighting yet. They're just above the Death Star, yeah. and they turn, and then the music changes, yeah. and suddenly, bang! Oh. You've got all the cannons firing at them. You've got all the X wings just big tension going stuff. crazy, <clears throat> and at the same time, you're jumping inside the Death Star, yeah, and then you're jumping back to Yavin. And then you're jumping again back to the Death Star and yeah. seeing the planet slowly move away so yeah. they can have oh, a clean graphic. shot. And that computer which is talking, five <laughs> yeah. seconds. Yeah, oh, it's great. Whoever did that voice. And it's wonderful. great. And even at that, for some reason, C-3PO is like a massive character with Leia at that point. Where yeah. they're just like leaning around the desk. Do you remember the, um, I'm skipping ahead slightly, do you remember when R2 gets shot? And do you remember the noise that C-3PO makes? Oh, it's yeah. not a voice, it's not a vocalised thing, but it yeah. goes, it's yeah, like that. Yeah. It's like his stomach is just gone. Yeah. Which, oh, it's amazing. And you hear that massive... What the hell is that? That's R2. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking, who is that? That's not C-3PO. Yeah. I always thought it looked like blood, you know, when he got mm. shot. Yeah. Like, there's some red stuff on him. Maybe I it's know what you mean. Oh, it's not rust, obviously, but like something... Blaster... Oh, it's blaster scoring is what they yeah. call it in all the books, I think. But if we're talking... Before we get to the trench run... Yeah, go on. We've got to talk about the man himself. Who? Porkins. <laughs> oh, poor old Porkins. Why name a character? Of course he was going to be a big boy. Think about his parents. Mother and father Porkins. Change well, your name! I'm sorry, we've we've got to be fat. Because our second is name it. is Porkins. Just depot it to Slimkins or something Can like that. Can we just that. not eat pork? What are you talking about? We're called Porkins! In this family we eat pork! And you know what? We're going to be part of a rebel alliance. And we're, ow, oh. just burnt myself on the heater then. Yeah, that's tough. We're going to be part of the Rebel Alliance and, you know, we're not going to change our name. No. No, of course we're not. Everyone's still going to call us Porkins. Yeah. And then obviously Porkins dies. It's a, it's a real <sighs> shame. I mean, they all die. Let's talk about Red Leader as well. Red Leader as well, who, when he talks to Luke, it's just like, yeah. You want to fight? Yeah, go on. Yeah, that sounds like fun. Oh, you've flown T-16s, those things that don't go into uh, space. Yeah. yeah. Ah, yeah, go on, hop in. Sure. Completely different. Yeah. Probably be alright. You're fine. You're fine. It's made by the same company, Incom, mm -hmm. T16 and T65, which is the X-Wing. But is it the same? <laughs> I, I mean, who knows? I don't know why it's made by the same company. It probably has the same controls. The only difference is you're in space. Yeah. So, Wait, is know, that a big difference? Gravity? Does that make any odds? Nah. Probably not. It doesn't. Yeah, oh, you'll be alright. Oh, oh Biggs has said you're alright. Great. Biggs going to survive? But, probably but, not. Yeah, Biggs has said you're very good. Yeah. And, you know, I've never met you before in my life. Yeah. Never. <laughs> never. And this is, I'm not going to lie, Luke, this is a pretty big thing we're doing yeah. here. And we haven't got many fighters. Yeah, it's a very life or death situation. Um, the whole I'm not stop you. The rebellion can be destroyed. Yeah. You can be Red 5 as well. It's pretty, you know. Go on. Let's... Get in. Get in your X-Wing. I you want like... that droid that you've met for like, what, half an hour? You're going to bring him? Go on. You don't want one of ours that we've got like... That's actually tuned in for the actual combat. Nah, no. yours, yeah, it'll probably be alright. Do it, do it. But that's what this film's all about. 
It's about the little man <laughs> succeeding. But yeah, so Porkins dies. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, the bombers never make it. No. And Red Ludo's got a great death. Yeah. He's oh, got a big scream as he dies. Yeah, he does that. Yeah. Which I, I think is great. And then you hear the kind of ship, the engine kind of... Yeah. yeah. As it goes and down. As he goes in. And then that's the moment. Luke's face. Where, yeah, and the music changes and at that point. The music changes, absolutely. And that's when that Luke so knows, clearly. this is it then. It's down to me. I have to do it. So who's left? Luke, Biggs and Wedge. And yeah. then Wedge goes because Luke's like, get out of here, you can't make it. Yeah, which Luke, Luke is suddenly in charge. Why is Biggs in charge? I, I do find that weird that Biggs... Um, is it Wedge? No, is it Wedge that goes? Wedge goes. Yeah, Wedge dies. goes. Yeah, Biggs dies. Yeah, Wedge goes, sorry! And off he goes. And then oh, it's just... No, and then it's don't just worry him. about it. And then we've got... Another amazing moment as well. Vader, Vader is back there, <clears throat> him and two Tie Fighters, and he's flying. Yeah. This is where you find out that he's a fantastic pilot as well. with a special Tie Fighter. It's amazing that the big boss gets involved in the fight. Yeah, but Vader has a long sort of history of doing that. Obviously, being a Jedi mm. uh, in the Clone Wars, and you know, being the one of only two Sith Lords. But I do, I do love that they meant like because early in the film it is mentioned that he's a. Is it mentioned he's a great pilot? It may not be actually now I think about No, it. Obi-Wan says your father was already a great pilot. Oh no, that's in the no. second film. Yeah. Um, it's mentioned that he's a great warrior. It's mentioned that he is a pilot, but they think he's just a, a smuggler, a spice pilot. Mm. Is it mentioned? I can't remember. I can't remember now. I'm sure people will comment though. Yeah, no, do. Because uh, yeah, the one I'm thinking of is in the Empire's yeah. is in Return of the Jedi, actually, when he yeah. knows that it's Vader. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we. I mean, we know that Vader is an excellent yeah. pilot because Anakin was an unbelievable yeah. pilot. Yeah. Uh, and he's got his special tie, and there's only three of them, and they take out everyone. Yeah. Other than Luke, and then Luke takes his. Uh... Does Vader kill Biggs? He does, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, he does. And I tell you what, I love is the sound of um, the targeting machine on Vader's. Mm. Uh, well, because he's in a bomber, he's flying a bomber. Well, I think it looks like a TIE bomber, but I don't think it actually is. Okay. Because the TIE bombers have got the central eye thing, and it's got another another one left on. But Vader's only got one. Oh, fuck. You know what I mean? It may just be It's got the same wings, but yeah, yeah, it's it's a TIE advanced. But it's that target that goes... And he just fires it. And then Luke takes his target machine off. Yeah. Well, he has a go with it on, doesn't he? Yeah. Negative. Negative. It doesn't go in. <laughs> Nightmare situation for any young man. But then, yeah, then he takes his targeter off. Yeah. The planet is almost... Com- well, no, the planet is in it's range. in range, now. and they've started the... Yeah, and that's all kicking up. off. You see that little, um, you know, shot of Leia? Yeah. Knowing that, oh, it's, God. Yeah, we've had it, pretty much. There's and no then one left. suddenly, <sighs> you just hear this, like, fire... This gunfight, well not gunfight, yeah. but... Takes out one of the ties. And then you hear this, yeah! And like the scream and... So good. And Han's there. Ugh. Of course he's there. And But I, I well, I don't always forget now, because obviously I know the films, mm. but it, initially I would forget that he was coming. It's mm. the same thing as the... We were talking about Gandalf on the bridge of Casa Doom. You yeah. hope that it changes. Yeah. Uh, I, I, it, ne- it never occurred to me that it would change with yeah. death. It's the opposite. And then when he comes, you're like, oh my God, yeah. the falcon is here. The falcon. Exactly. Oh, so good. And then he says that fantastic line, go if on. you'd like to do it. Uh, you're all clear, kid. Let's blow this thing and go home. It's great. And then Luke fires and takes that breath. Yeah. <laughs> which, I, which I think is fantastic, actually. Just after it's dived into the exhaust port. Yeah. Let me ask you this question. Go Why on. does it get sucked into an exhaust port and not pushed out? 
exhausts push thing out, push things out. It's not an air intake. Do you know what I mean? I do know what you mean. Isn't that weird? That's not George focused. Lucas. If you're listening, could you? Let's uh, not focus on that. Could you put? I don't know. I just always <laughs> wanted. Unless it's a homing thing, but may, I mean, I suppose maybe it there's is, some but. magnetic, um, um, magnetic shielding down there. Why would shielding I, help? I, well, I'm sure there's some shielding down there. I'm at sure some there point. is. Um, but then again, uh, what's his face from Rogue One set this all up? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, but George Lucas didn't know about that yeah, at this he point. He didn't know about anything <laughs> at this point. He was oh, making no, it up. You know, he, he wrote Rogue One at that point. Oh, is that right? Yeah. He wrote Rogue One first, and he was like, "I need to build a series to make this work. <laughs> Otherwise, it won't make any sense." Yeah, I'm not going <laughs> to share the actual big thing. I'm yeah. just going to share a little lead up. And but I want this awesome scene. That's a big... good. That's a good point, actually. I've always wondered that. I mean, I know. I it, so it's a proton torpedo, so it's yeah. locked on, and it's going to go in. Maybe there's some electrons down there. What, and the proton wants to meet the electrons? It that's does. Not, it's form a it's nice little bond. Oh, Maybe that's what it does. Do you do A-level physics? Physics! Oh, <laughs> that's another reference. Physics. Physics, physics, physics. 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 Uh, do say if you know that reference. A little tenant. Oh, uh, oh well done, mate. Brilliant. Oh, they don't know. It's, if you can name the episode, go for it. Yeah, I can. Yeah. Anyway. Um, but yeah, and then... Han has arrived. Amazing. Han has arrived. It... The torpedo has gone down. Yeah. And They're Vader fly- goes, can you remember the sound that he makes? I love this line from James L. Jones. Which one? When he looks up over his left shoulder, I think. Oh, is it a, what the? No, he just says, what? He goes, what? Oh, yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. So- and then, Vader is off. Yeah. Flying around. Lucky for Vader, he gets, a ship collides with him. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and is that how these things work? It spins out. Every other ship has been completely destroyed by just a laser fire. Well, thank God the bad robot did a little bit where Vader phones up Palpatine. Oh, yeah. And you're what? The, the Death Star? What, and you're just spinning in space? And then he I just starts, I love bad robot, where they oh, just start laughing. Yeah, it's great, though. But yeah, and then, bang. Bang. It's Huge done. explosion. Tarkin's dead. Tarkin's dead, the big, yeah. The big bad at this point, because Palpatine doesn't even exist at this yeah. point. We well, know the Emperor an... is mentioned. He is, but at this point in the story... Because he's dissolved the Senate. Oh, yeah, right. So the Emperor is mentioned, but you, you, I mean, you I have no idea. I think the Emperor is supposed to be like a puppet figure at this point, and it's well, Tarkin yeah. and Vader who are in charge, and yeah. he only becomes a bigger figure later on, because yeah. the Sith isn't a thing. Uh, even the Darth, the Darth title is not a thing. It's his name. Yeah. yeah. It's completely different. Mm. Um, so, but Tarkin is the big bad. Yeah, dead. And then evacuate. And bang. one moment of triumph. <laughs> I think you overestimate their chances. What a miscalculation by <laughs> Peter Cushing there. Oh, and then name. we're at the fantastic um, ceremony. Oh yeah, yeah. Four awarded, again. Awarded their medals at yeah. Evan Four. Wonderful score. Yeah, and amazingly, you know, we've got all those rebel soldiers there. <laughs> And two, 90% of them are made of cardboard. Amazing. <laughs> Never noticed it. Never noticed Until I mean, you know it. If, I mean, even when I know it sometimes, I'm yeah. like... Is that one? No, or? they just look... Yeah. It's like normal. It makes a lot of sense, though, because, I mean, they're not going to hire... How many people are in that room? Yeah, I mean... 700 people? Yeah, they're not going to hire that number of people to come in. And then... Uh, but it's great. Chewie get, doesn't get his medal, of I course. I was literally about to say, Chewie doesn't get his medal. Yeah. But he does in uh, Rise of Skywalker. So that's good. Oh, I didn't like that. <laughs> I really I didn't, didn't like that. I didn't like that. 
that. I have to say that that, that was really pure fan service. Oh, that, it's had nothing to do with the plot line that's happening right now. That rubbed me up the wrong way. Yeah. I tell you that. Yeah, there's a lot of things in that film that rubbed me up yeah. the wrong way. I think because that one was so unnecessary. I don't know. Oh, we can't go into that. There's too yeah. much to talk about in that film. But there we there we go. It's um, that's it. And that that's a new hope. That is a new hope. And that I mean that opened up everything. And that opened up. Are you you happy with that? Are you? What? And <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've been debating how long it would take us to talk about this film. And you have, in fairness to you, piloted your way through very well. We haven't talked about the score. I told you, I want to talk about the score after we finish the trilogy. The whole thing. After we finish the first trilogy, and Goodness then me. I want to say, because I don't. I mean, the score isn't just film by film. It goes on for the entire. Oh, so yeah, the Skywalker theme is yeah, that. It goes on for yeah, the entire trilogy. And we all know our opinions on uh, John Williams anyway and how genius that man is. Across the entire saga, yeah. he's the one, he's probably the one thing that doesn't skip a beat. Yeah. Every time, every, every yeah. single theme is just absolutely stunning. But also it's a departure in the same way that Lord of the Rings was a departure in terms of Howard Shaw's score from the electronic scores of fantasy. I think this is the same. Sci-fi was quite rock music wasn't it? This it is a very was, classical what score. with that then? Well, what? Rock music Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I, was like, I can't think of the adjective. Um, so I just thought I'd, you know, colour it a bit. Very <laughs> Rock heavy. Rock heavy, yeah. What's that for? Rock steady. Rock steady? That's a studio, isn't it? Rock, rock steady, steady entertainment. Oh, okay. You're that's, thinking from, that's from something. Oh, God. What is that from? Anyway. Anyway. But there we go. A New Hope. A New Hope is uh, done. And what an incredible film... <laughs> That is. is. We've got a few shout-outs, because obviously oh, yeah, we did on. a little poll on uh, Instagram, and we asked, what is your favourite Star Wars film? Um, a lot of people just said, hi, Eight Days a Geek, which is... That's a great film. Which is nice. That's one of my favourites. Um, Chuck Bacon, uh, A New Hope. Still there you go. get emotional watching it. Fair enough. I mean, yeah. it is... It is a very emotional film. I don't meet many people whose favourite it is, out yeah. of all of them. Uh, Everything in Middle it. Earth. Our very good friends, everything in yeah, Middle Earth. Yes, Again, said A New Hope. Really? Which, you know, so that's two for A New Hope. Yeah. Then, Sabakun no Haku. Why have you raised your voice? I don't know. Said four, five and six. So A New Hope oh, is so in there. the whole trilogy, fine. So, so they just love the They're whole trilogy. Original trilogy fans, as are an awful lot of people. Um, you said a Revenge of the Apostrophe, but that was I just did. to get at me. AJ's got a bit of a thing with yep, uh, his... I can't, <laughs> can't do it. Uh, Silver Music 28 said all of them, which is, I don't want to say it's a cop-out answer, but... All of the films. It's great. <laughs> um, um, underscore Nimisha, Nimisha said Revenge of the Sith. Oh. Boom, bang, a bang. There you go. Wow, out of all the films, um, just like you. Clarulin underscore Ka, I'm mm. very good at this, you are, said you? Empire Strikes Back, Empire Strikes Back, well, there with me. and Revenge of the Sith. You, okay, fine. So, yeah. no, this my favourite of the originals and my favourite. Henry of the... Laws, hello, Henry Laws, I trained with you, said Empire. Nice. Um, we have got some extra ones. Go on. Emir um, Masood said The Last Jedi. Okay, tricky. It's getting more and more popular, though, in light of Rise of Skywalker. I know you have issues with it. I mean, in fact, so do I. And then uh, Mackenzie Flat- Flatch said The Rise of Skywalker. That's tough. Mackenzie, that's nice. 
Everyone's entitled to their opinion. And you know what? At the end of the day, it is your opinion, and you do watch the films, and if you did love Rise of Skywalker, then go for it. I mean, yeah. it's, all, it's all part of the same... It's, it's kept everything going. Yeah, and I don't want to be part of that... Um, I'm sure you don't as well, Chris, of part of that Star Wars fan base, which hate other Star Wars fans for liking certain films. No, of course. Do you know what? You can like any film that you want. That's absolutely fine because each one of them has moments. Yeah, of course. Least, which there were, yeah, there were absolutely moments stuff. in all of them. But yeah, so thank you everyone for joining that poll. We will do a poll again yeah. for when we do The Empire Strikes Back. We will. Final moments. Um, give me your favourite moment from A New Hope. Favourite moment I know, from it's A New Big Hope. Star. What would it be? What was the one that impacted you the most as a as a kid, let's say, when you watched um, it for the first time? It's... What do you think? It's tricky, isn't it? I'm going to say the trench run. Really? Yeah. The trench run. Uh, over, overall thing, either the trench run or seeing Luke's burning oh, Uncle and Aunt. Aunt Beru and uh, Uncle Owen. Yeah, because then yeah, that's when I realised horrendous. this is a bit heavy. Yeah, it is. It's grown-up stuff, isn't yeah, it, really? This, this is quite great. And yeah. you see the skeletons. Yeah. Oh, it's dark, oh. man. It's dark. Yeah. Oh, my God. What absolutely. about you? Um, a d- trench run, I think, is unbelievable. Mm. Technologically, mm. it's out of this world. That it, that it was made in 1977, or yeah. before, actually, and it was. It stands up yeah. to this day. Yeah. And you look at it and you think, my God. So that is also up there for me. It's got to be something with um, Han and Chewie. It's got to be. Um, oh, no, I'll tell you what it is. Uh, and it's, a, it's actually quite a small moment. Uh, but it was such a surprise. It's in the Mos Eisley Cantina when that guy's starting on Luke, and then Obi Wan says, um, uh, "Now let me get you something." And then the guy kicks off, and he yeah. just blams him away with his uh, lightsaber. Yeah. I loved because I'm really into the Jedi, and I, <laughs> I I'm really into the Force and the lightsabers yeah. and stuff like that. So seeing it in use was just. Fantastic. I, I love that. And also, Obi-Wan, all out of nowhere, is not this frail old man. Yeah. He's suddenly the warrior again. And, it, like, he actually attacks someone. Yeah. Oh, cuts my God. Off he cuts off his arm. And you see the, you see the arm. Yeah. Again. Captain blood. You see blood. Although, yeah. Okay, that's a moment, because the lightsaber's cauterized wounds. Yeah. But, George, if you're listening to this, tell us why. Hey, Chris. What's up? I don't like you. <laughs> he doesn't like you either. You don't even know me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be <laughs> careful. You'll be dead! Gentlemen of the Battle Army Story Company, this is your call to stage. This is your call to stage for vocal warm-up. This is your call to stage for vocal warm-up. Thank you. Did you hear that? That's our cue, isn't it? That's our cue. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much. We have been eight days a geek. I'm AJ Jenks, and this is... Christopher Wiggs. Ain't got nothing but love, babe. Eight days a geek.